Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you that, Lord, your word is coming to us and our lives will not be the same again. I pray for a great understanding into your word and let us not leave this place the same. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Please take your seat as we enter into God's word. It's going to be interesting here this evening. Amen. I'm beginning my series on the Dominion Mandate. Dominion Mandate is a subject that every human being, is a subject that every human being is interested in and must be interested in. Because in the very being of every human being, is this thing running in our blood dominion in many instances in life we have battled for dominion we have battled for relevance and we have battled for the upper hand so every attempt of man goes to describe this very phrase or compound word word we call dominion mandate and in this month of march I'm going to spend Sundays and Tuesdays to run us through the subject. And I'm basically taking my, my inspiration from the great book written by our general overseer, The Dominion Mandate. So we are actually going to run through the book and bring a great understanding to us, a wisdom and an inspiration that is embedded and hidden in that book. And I pray that if you don't have a copy of it and you are interested to get it, just write your name at the protocol department and we will get it for you. So this evening, we are beginning with the first one. The first subject we are looking under this broad topic is why are we here? Why are we on earth? Why are we here? And that is the question maybe you you might have asked yourself maybe you have you might have been thinking about this year that what is my purpose and what is my significance why was i born and why man and why me you know sometimes you can come to a point in life where responsibilities begin to come on you and you begin to ask why me so today we are asking why are we here? Why are we here? Now, it is a basic human function to question the fundamental purpose of everything. So, wh when, when you see something, the first thing that comes to your mind is, what is the purpose? So, what is the purpose of the microphone? What is the purpose of your spectacles? What is the purpose of the pulpit? What is the purpose of the organ? So everything runs around purpose. Say purpose. Say purpose. So it's the fundamental um, 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 action or instinct in a man. So whatever you see, the first thing that comes to your mind is what? Purpose. When you see human beings, there must be a purpose. When you see animals, there must be a purpose. 
When you see an air condition, there must be a purpose. You don't buy air condition because you want to look at air condition. It must have a purpose. So that presupposes that we are on earth, we are in church, and we became born again for a purpose. When you look at Acts chapter 9 verse 6, when Saul became poor upon being born again, whilst he was on the floor and was about to get up, when the light had struck him and he was down, look at the interaction between he and Jesus. He said, and he, he trembling and astonished said, Lord, what would thou have me do or to do? So it means that he was trying to find out the purpose of his encounter with Jesus. The purpose. And anyone here that thinks that he is useless and insignificant and doesn't matter in the equation, I'm here to open your eyes into the scriptures for you to know why you are here. You are not a mistake. You are not here by chance. You are not here by mistake. You are not here by try and error. You are here on a purpose. Say dominion mandate. Humans aren't guided to live in life like animals. We are not like animals. Animals are guided specifically by seasons. So you see that in a particular season, you see bears migrating to certain zones on the earth. In a particular season, you see them moving out. In a particular season, you see the ant building its mount. So they don't reason. They live by seasons. But we are not like animals. Seasons don't control us. We observe the seasons and we plan towards the season and we operate in seasons. But for animals, they, they, without seasons, they cannot live. So anytime you see an animal, his mind is screwed towards seasons. Follow the teaching so that you don't get confused. So there is a Ramsier site around us here where birds are believed to fly from all over the world at certain seasons. So I heard the nation is being paid for keeping that site. So birds from all certain species of birds, they come and they rest there because at a particular time in their local countries, the atmosphere is not good for them. But you see, we are guided and we live on answers we received or we receive. So the way you are behaving is because of the answers to life you were exposed to. Follow the teaching. The way you are living your life or the outcome of your life today is just because of the answers you received about life. So who brought you up? Who nurtured you? Who guided you? Who taught you? 
is the reason you are who you are. So you, we live by the answers we were handed over to or the answers we ourselves discovered. It means that there are answers that haven't yet arrived in our lives. And the more you discover relevant answers to life, the better your life becomes. Are you following the teaching? So you are not what you see today. You are something that will become. As long as you come into contact with relevant answers to life, your life continues to glow and becomes more beautiful. But as long as you are kept in the dark side of life, your life may look useless, but actually very useful. And I pray that by the end of March, somebody will discover his purpose her purpose and the reason why God brought you. You know, sometimes they say, I wish I was born in this family. I wish I was born in the U.S. I wish I was in London. I wish I was in Germany. But you see, God did not make a mistake to make you a Ghanaian or create you a Ghanaian. God did not make a mistake to make you a man or a woman. So the reason God made you the way you are must be discovered. And when you are aware of what God has made you to become, you will know what virtues, you will know what direction, you will know what energy to apply in what direction. Hallelujah. What is my purpose on earth? Who has found out his purpose on earth? It's one of the most difficult answers you get from people. When you meet somebody ask him, Derica, what is your purpose on earth? <laughs> I want to do the will of God. <laughs> we all want to know what we are supposed to be doing. At what time? That is why we rely heavily on the prophetic. <laughs> because I want to know. That is, it is something that is within us. And I pray that may God answer you by the end of March. In the name of Jesus. And as Christians, we always turn to the Bible to, to live our lives. We have, we, have, we have accepted the Bible as the word of the Lord and the guide to our lives. So our lives are measured by what the Bible has prescribed. So others live by so many standards so your belief system may not be somebody's belief system i was talking to somebody and, and he even lifted it higher he said we can all believe in the same thing but we will not have the same values so we can all be church members but we will not have the same values we can all be believers but we are not of we don't have the same value so each one of us live by a certain standard of guide guidelines. So today, as the singles, if you are married, going to marry, will you look at the person being a virgin or the person's character? And everybody has his or her own opinion. 
because of what guidelines or what has developed us. So I'm speaking the way I'm speaking because of what I was exposed to. If I, the same person, Prince Nyakun, was born in UK, I would not speak the way I'm speaking. The last day I spoke to Jackie the last time and I was confused. He kept, he kept right, I said, hey! Why did you start speaking that? <laughs> so what? The light you are exposed to. There's light here. When we even off the stage light, the appearance of this backdrop will be different. But what? Ever kada mahashon tahaya, whatever design on the backdrop didn't disappear, it is still there. But what disappeared? The light. So as long as you are hidden from truth, the real destiny of your life will not be revealed. As the word shapes us, it gives us expression in destiny according to our understanding our understanding of the word of god being read being taught being meditated upon the deeper your understanding the clearer your understanding the more fruitful you become and the more successful you become and the more relevant you become our problem is the problem of understanding the word. So that is why the Bible said some will have hundred folds, sixty folds, thirty folds. They are all harvest, but different dimensions depending on our level of understanding. So spiritual maturity and spiritual growth is not the benefit for anyone but ourselves. Because the more we understand the Bible, the more we expose our lives to light. Because Jesus is the light of the world. So the more light you have, the more revelation you carry. And the more revelation you carry, the more dominion you have in life. Follow the teaching. Some believers fix themselves to the Ten Commandments. So uh, you'll be there, no, now there are a lot of movements. You'll be there, some movement will come. They, they believe in only the Ten Commandments. Some believe in the Old Testament. Some believe in the New Testament. They don't want to do, have anything with the Old. They are in the New. Some fix their knowledge and their lives to Proverbs and Ecclesiastes. Some live in Psalms and nothing else. So their life is full of warfare. And that is where they are. So whatever you are discussing with them, if they don't bring warfare inside, they have not answered you. So all of us in church, something is guiding us. Even though we all say we are walking with the word of God, there are certain parts of the word of God you have taken personal that somebody have not. So you hear somebody talking, he'll be speaking about grace throughout. You don't hear anything from him, just grace. Somebody to be talking about wisdom. So whatever you talk about, the person will say, all you need is wisdom. Somebody too will take prayer. I'm teaching you something today. Somebody to like 
he will teach you prayer and you will feel like the only thing you should know is prayer. And somebody to teach you about service. And that should bring us to the word of God that's caused God the manifold wisdom of God. I'm teaching. Now let's get deeper into the message. Genesis is the beginning, is a book of beginnings. So it's the first book of the Bible. Genesis is the book of beginnings and it throws light on two major things that we must all take notice of tonight. It throws a very important light that establishes two truths that will help us. Number one, God's purposes. Say God's purposes. Say God's purposes. Say God's purposes. And number two, God's processes. Say God's processes. So God's purposes are married to God's processes. And the whole story in Genesis gives us that picture that God has purposes and they move with what? His processes. God's purposes talks about God's intentions. God's intentions. So God's purposes talks more about God's intentions and God's processes talks more about the, the, how he executes his purposes. How he executes his purposes. How he executes his purposes. So you can misinterpret that a woman is made for sex, but it's not true. Because you look at the end product and not the source of purpose. Are you here with me? So when you look at yourself as a man and you look at yourself, you feel that you are handsome. God did not create you to be handsome. God created us to be purposeful. God created us to be purposeful. So when we you can, you can buy a fridge and open it, put on the deep freezer and open the deep freezer in the hall. It can chill the hall for a while, but at a certain point, it will break down because that is not what it was made for. So in Genesis, is the book normally, there is, when you study a bit of Bible, in theology, they have something they call the law of first mention the law of first mention. It means that wherever a word is mentioned for the first time, you must pay attention to what is said about it because it carries the real meaning and the real purpose and intentions of God concerning it. So in the book of Genesis, we see a lot. You see, when you study the book of Genesis, it's like you have studied the whole Bible because you see altars, you see offering, you see worship, you see prayer, you see faith, you see creation, you see, you see a lot of things. You see a lot. You see a lot of things. You see barren women becoming fruitful. You see visitations a lot. Like the whole Bible is in Genesis. So we look at, we're going to look at Genesis very critically this evening. Then Sunday, I'll take you deeper 
into the subject. I thought you would say a big amen. So though God's act of creation or through God's act of creation, we can see his mind and his ways in what he created. And every manufacturer has the purpose for which he, he manufactures what he manufactures. When I give you a phone, okay, and you go and use it to pound fufu, it's your own problem. It will pound you. Or if you boil cassava and you are using your phone to heat it, won't it pound? Eh? It will pound. You will see that it will break. That is pounding. You can pound it. By the end of the day, you will not achieve what you want and then you will run into loss. Your phone will get spot. The reason you are frustrated and it looks like you are failing is that you have not found purpose. You have not found where God wants you to function. Because the grace God puts on you will only function where he has called you to. Are you following me, somebody? So this helps us to know God's purposes. And I'll come to the gates when I get there. The first five days of creation in Genesis, as it, it, it recounts, we see God creating what? The heavens and the earth, the sea and lands, the fish, the birds, and what? The cattle. Are you following me? This was in preparation or a preparatory work and the prelude to the introduction of his masterpiece. So, God created the heavens and the earth, the sea and the land, the fish, all the animals, the plants, whatever. He did all in preparation for the introduction of his masterpiece. And any time preparation is being put in place, it means that something important is expected or something important is about to happen or somebody of importance is about to arrive. If the president of America is visiting Ghana, no matter how old our democracy is and how old our institutions are, they will have to do rehearsals, they will have to paint here, they will have to do this, they have to block some roads. Why? Because somebody of importance. So all that God was doing in the first five days of creation was that he was preparing the place for his masterpiece. This was his ultimate purpose for creation. So at the center of creation, God had something in mind. Follow the teaching. So against this backdrop of what he did, creating the heavens and the earth, the land and the sea, fish, birds, cattle, God had to pause in Genesis chapter 1, verse number 26, to announce the arrival of his masterpiece. So the Bible said, and God said, let us make man in our own image. When he got to man, 
he didn't just call man into being. All the rest he called. Let, let there be this and there was. Let there be this and there was. But when it got to man, when it got to you and I, he said, let us make man. When you hear the word make, I don't want to go there. Can you get us synonyms for make? Dictionary people. <laughs> Lawyer Becky. You better start looking on. Let us make man. Give me another version. If the dictionary people will help us, the versions will help us. Then God said, let us make human beings. So not a masculine, but let us make human beings. That is why it is very, very unethical and a taboo to look down on someone. Because God had to do a conference call. Discussions must go on before a man, a woman was created. Another version. He said, God spoke. Let us make human beings in our own image. Make them reflecting our nature so they can be responsible. Keep me at the message. Keep it like that. Don't move it. It is the whole thing I'm preaching. The whole thing is this. They have made it easy for me. The Bible said, God spoke, let us make human beings in our image. Make them reflecting our nature so they can be responsible for the things we have created. Say dominion mandate. Say dominion mandate. Say dominion mandate. Three clear intentions can be seen in that Announcement number one the intention to create a being called man or human beings, humans. So, God had an intention to create man. Number two, for man to reflect the very nature of God, or for man to be a reflection of God, a reflection. Of God, so God had an intention to create man. Number one, number two, that man to be a reflection of God. Number three, for man to have dominion over the earth. So, you see, the intention of God in creating you, Sandra, the intention of God in creating you is that he wants us to reflect his very nature and have dominion over the things he has created on the earth. Man cannot determine his own purpose. Please follow this teaching. It will help your spiritual life forever. And it will help you grow your life forever. Man cannot determine his own purpose. 
So a man, let's say, a masculine man cannot get up and say, I want to be a woman. Because you did not create yourself. This microphone cannot wake up one day and say, I want to be a car. Because, <laughs> so a woman cannot get up and say, I want to look like a man. So you go for surgery, they remove this, they remove this, they remove this. Then they pump your, this and you come here and say, hello, how are you? I'm fine. <laughs> Man cannot determine his own purpose. Because we did not create ourselves. The day your car will say it wants to become a frying pan, you must know that you are living with Lucifer and his cousins. You are not on earth. No, your car, you spark it. No, you say, no, today I want to be a frying pan. Hi! Won't you be surprised? But we, God has created us to reflect his very nature, number one, or number two, and number three, to take dominion. And we are not doing what he has called us to. I pray that by the end of March, God will raise people here who will move into the pillars of society and take dominion for the sake of the kingdom. If you believe that, shout a big amen. It is the creator who determines the purpose of what has been created or the purpose of creation. It is the creator who determines the purpose of what has been created. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, God refers to himself in the plural, representing the Holy Trinity. So this is one of the scriptures when you meet anyone who wants to argue with you that the Bible, eh, the Bible, <laughs> There was no word trinity. This is one of the scriptures. said, God spoke, let us. So, the involvement of God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Ghost was clearly in this. Let us make man in our own image to reflect our nature. So, so what gives a man dominion is the nature of God he reflects on earth. The nature of God. You can, Anita, you can, you can reflect. The more you reflect the nature of God, the more dominion you have on earth. It's not the more you can bind witches. No. You can bind witches and it will not bind. But the more you reflect the nature of God, the more dominion you can have on the I feel the anointing to preach about teach. God intended to endow man with his own nature. What a blessing. From today, every deposit of inferiority complex, any 
any language you have believed in that has ruled you out of destiny, any ideology you have accepted from your village, from your background, anything that has pushed you out of purpose, it shall not rule over you again. I said it shall not rule over you again. In the mighty name of Jesus. God intended to create man to manifest the qualities of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit in one being. In one being. God deliberately placed man in a position to rule like him. He planned man. He planned us. We are not a mistake. You are not. Your parents could have made a mistake. But you are not a mistake. It is not about how you came into the world. It is about how you leave the world. I thought you are writing that. It's not about how a man came into the world. But it's about how you will leave the world. God wired us that any time we manifest, it will be a reflection of his nature. And that gives us dominion. Not by a brutish or some wicked and cruel methodology, but the reflection of God's nature is enough. He said, I will build my church and the gate of hell shall not prevail. It means the more we reflect the nature of God, no matter the massiveness of the gate of hell, it will not prevail against us. So our duty and our responsibility is to take the light of God and reflect it on the earth. I'm teaching. An image is a reflection of an object. It is not the object. So as I'm standing here, you can see my image. So this is my image and this is not me. But it is portraying every feature about me. So to show my long ears and my flat stomach and my height. But the image is not me. It means the object is receiving light and producing an image. So as long as a man is aligned to God, he will continue to reflect the image that God has wired in him. And what is the image? To reflect the image of God. So you are not God. God did not create us to replace him. So there are some of the teachings you hear. Run away. It looks exciting. It looks revelatory. But God never created man to replace him. 
we are to reflect his nature. Are you following me? When you stand in front of a mirror, you are seeing an image. And of course, not you. I'm coming. The image that reflects who you are is the word of God. If you want to know who you are, you look in the word of God. I told you about the story of a lion who has always been in the midst of sheep. Sheep. If if you are saying sheep in plural, you say sheep, it doesn't sound nice. So I want to feel happy. So sheep. So the lion, the baby lion, was in the midst of the sheep. You see, sometimes your environment is very important. Your environment can wire your mind in a certain way that shouldn't be. So he was always with the sheep and they would go and graze and he would eat some for a while. So one time they went and a lion was at the other side or further the bank of the um, river. So when they went, and the sheep saw the lion, they all ran away. And the baby lion also ran away with them. <laughs> this is what some believers have been caught in with those without light. If what they fear is what we fear, then we don't know ourselves. So it continued for a while. Then one day, Whilst they were drinking from the river, the baby lion's mind was focused and he he saw a reflection of his face. So he got to know how his face looks like. From the day the sun hit the water, he saw his face. The next day they came, the lion came again. And when he saw the lion, whilst the others were running, he began to migrate towards the lion. He never returned with the sheep to the sheepfold. He went to the lion. So if you actually want to know who you are, you must look intensely into the word of the Lord. I'm getting to the end of the message. God did not create man. So I'm answering that question. Why are we here? And I'm sure I'm clearing your mind and preparing you for a very beautiful journey in the month. Yeah. Sunday I'll deal with the subject what is a mandate? Yeah. What is a mandate? So God did not create man to be God, but to reflect all that is God is and all the abilities of God. So God did not create us to be him. God did not create us to replace him. But God created us to represent all that he is and all that he can do on earth. 
That is why somewhere in Psalms he said, root down in the midst of your enemies. He, said, he didn't say, run down out of the midst. He said, root. Root. I remember the Titanic movie. The captain couldn't run away. He couldn't. He must be the last one to leave. When in battle the king is killed, the battle is over. So root down in the midst of your enemies. This is important for two main reasons. Number one, this will help us know that no one race reflects the entire nature of God. Yes. When we know who God is and we know that he created human beings to reflect the very abilities of himself, it will help us know that one race, when I say race, I'm talking about Oyibo and the black man. See, we have a very weird mindset about the white man and the black man. You see, Derica, you can take a man to your house to introduce as your husband to be. So you can take from a certain tribe. When you go home, and the person, did we, don't you know where we marry from? Do you know that we, we, we don't marry from these people? <laughs> but you, get some obroni bikeke. We think that every white man we see in Ghana is rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, immediately you see the white man. You have not met a poor white man. <laughs> have met a lot. Oh. The word poor. You have you've met yeah. you, you, have, you have you have lived in the US. Tell them. Poor. You are in Sakumon. All you are desiring is that some Obroni Petebi will just pass and call you. And I say with yourself. And one you come on. Have stood and stood. You see, we have a certain bad mind about the white man. But God is teaching us a lesson here. We all do reflect. The Bible didn't say that let us create the white man. Then the seventh day they created black man. No. They created man. Number two, we have to appreciate that God's, God created both male and female. Genesis chapter 1 verse 27. Genesis chapter 1 verse 27. God created human beings. He created them God-like. Reflecting God's natures or God's nature. He created them male and female. Your culture may not teach you this. Your culture will tell you women are inferior. 
And that is why your marriage may suffer. Because you will not talk well to your wife. You will not relate well to your wife. Because your culture has taught you that the woman remains at your feet. But we say the woman stands by your side. God created them. Give me the old King James. He puts it in a very nice way. He said, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him. Male and female created he, them. He didn't create one to be inferior. He didn't create one to be superior. The image of God is not in fact reflected only in the male but is reflected both in the male and the female man in the bible is a reference to male and female so if god created you male you can't change yourself into female you did not create yourself A man shall leave his father and mother and he shall cleave to his wife. A man, masculine, wife, feminine. You cannot be filled with the Holy Ghost and marry gays together. No. It's not scriptural. You did not create marriage. You did not establish the institution of marriage. No matter the argument. I said it on Sunday. It's unfortunate. It's a sexual abnormality. An, an, an abnormality in their sexuality. It's not a sexual orientation. It's not. It's not. It's, 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 it is not. It's simple. He said he created male. How do you now get up and say you want to be a woman as a man? God will never speak to you to do that. Are you following me? A man shall leave his mother and go and join with his wife. He didn't say you join with your animal and you marry your animal pet. And you wheel your property to a dog. You wheel your property to a snake. It's a white culture. There must be a purpose. There is a purpose for your life. Don't misuse your life because one day you will give account of what you used your life for. Na ma do ni awodo Na ma ye ni awope Irade metna wonche Na ma do ni awodo There is a purpose for your life There is a purpose Let me end with five sentences God is spirit. And in our attempt to clarify and discern the image of God in people, 
We must go beyond their physical look. We must go beyond their physical look if we want to know discern the God in them because God is spirit. So it's not how gentle the person is that says that he is a godly man. It's not how good the English of the pastor is that says that he's a man of God. We always think that the illiterate pastors and prophets are fake. Because God is a spirit, we must go beyond the natural. If you want to know the genuineness of a man, it's not in his phonetics and his accent and his calmness and his deep voice. Hello, how are you? <laughs> Take care. Night, night. Now my door, now my door, now my but we must move towards the spiritual image of people. Some of us have missed our destiny helpers because we were, some of you have missed your husbands because the man was very short. This is not my specs. I mean, I want a woman with round neck, so this thing that you have come chingling, I mean, da 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 da. Now my daughter, now my I didn't know bright price in the air they say into Goja GDS so precaution. You must go beyond the physical and look for spiritual aspects. Spiritual aspects. Because you can see an iPhone like phone. <laughs> I didn't know that you see the the way the iPhone 12 looks like the camera. They sell that side. It's like a sticker. Hey! So the person can hold six. They say, Oh, flex you into not their boho. Oh, Pastor, often said they go to who? Yeah, so uh, can you direct me to? I feel they know I'm not a crackle. Hey, what guy about chrome? Here I did. Ah, I won't Look at the spiritual image, the character, and the godly attitudes. Rather than their pigmentation. Yeah. Their pigmentation. Don't, don't miss your destiny helpers again after tonight. Yeah. 
we walk by faith and not by sight. If you will have dominion and live like the way God has ordained for us, we must not relate with people physically the way we see them. Paul said it in this way from today. No, no man after the flesh. It was a servant that handed over the throne of Israel into Saul. Saul's hands. It was a, 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 a servant because he, he had the, the seed for the prophet and that triggered the prophetic word. It was a servant that brought healing to the mighty general Naaman. A person you are looking down on Maybe your, your marriage is delaying because the man that came, eh, I think we be in national service. The Pebema was in national service. Challenge. The Benda. The Benda. The Benda. Today I heard the testimony of Emboji. He was wishing the wife, talking about how for three or something years or seven years, the woman was the one sponsoring everything. He had nothing. No, no man after the flesh. Look for the spiritual qualities, the godly attributes. No, no woman after the flesh. Some of you men, your helpers were women. Traditions of men has eaten us up. Today, the director of the World Trade Center is a Nigerian lady. Some of you can't marry such women. Because you will not be there to watch everything at all times. Then your mother that did not go to school. Long time. She never saw light. She tell you, oh, bad, you are missing a destiny helper. Because how much can women chop? Men spend more than women. Yeah. A woman, when you give one million, she will go and spend it, but she will keep some. If a woman says she doesn't have money, yeah. <laughs> hey, I noticed. Oh, wow. Oh, back up. So when every, hey. She's just saying it so that she can top up. Like there shouldn't be a time that she doesn't have money. But when the man says he doesn't have money, truly, the worry. <laughs> oh Jesus. After creating man in his own image and likeness, God intended for man to have dominion over all that he has created. Have you seen how powerful? God has made you. So if you sell your body cheaply to men, you are missing something. You are, you are, you are, under, you are being underutilized. If you waste your life, there is more in you need. You have no idea where God has prepared for us. If we can key in into divine purpose, 
this church will never be the same again in 10 years time yeah there will be mighty men all over in your own family mighty men because the day a man becomes purposeful he affects his whole generation Abraham affected his whole generation by becoming purposeful rise up on your feet someone Purposes are coming alive. Somebody you are watching me, you have been confused. You don't know what the what direction to go. As you speak in tongues, I see the Holy Ghost directing you, giving you light. You are crossing that crossroad. You are breaking that dilemma, the limitation. You would know what to do. Purpose is coming alive. I want you to pray in tongues for two more minutes. Shadala Gadabagat Segalegadabes Adolobo Shatabas Zelemakataba Sing it for us as we pray in tongues. I see purposes coming alive. Any direction you are going, that God is not in it. May the Lord change your direction. Shadele Mahatas Zelemekatabas. Any association you are in, that God is not in. May the Lord disassociate you. Any connection you find yourself in, and God is not in it. May the Lord disconnect you. In the name of Jesus. Irate Matna Wotan Hallelujah Namado Nia Wota Atolo Bokabahas Yawope Irate Matna Wotan Namado Nia Wota Zagatabakata now, now, listen, listen, listen. I don't know what Noah was doing until God came to him and said, build me an ark. So all that he was doing before that period was useless. Maybe not useless, but didn't make him significant. It was preparing him for significance. But until God, he encountered God, and pick up the instruction to build an ark. He was not known. But purpose came to him. When God created Adam, planted him in the land garden, he gave him purpose. I don't know why you are stranded. You are confused because you are not in purpose. You are confused because you are not. But tonight, I pray that God will unveil purpose to you. Now, Namaye niya wope irade matna 
let them have dominion let let them have dominion let them have dominion the mantle and the mandate of dominion shall be activated over every life in this house and over anyone watching us online may the mantle and the mandate of dominion be activated over you. I want us to sing for the last time. Jesus. You see, the way you are playing the organ, the way you are playing the guitar, may it not be said one day, that you lost purpose. You lost purpose. The way you are singing. One of the most sad things to heaven is when people leave purpose to pursue other things. When God is not in it, you have made the kingdom deficient. Some of us must discover purpose. If it is the media, if it is, you see, when, when wicked men are in authority, and in certain pillars, they push certain agendas. There are some of the media houses, they are pushing the agenda of the gay right indirectly because they have their reps there. That is why we must take dominion. Go to school, develop yourself, and push, fight to get to the top. And when you get to the top, raise high the flag of Jesus. Na ma do mi awodo Na ma ye mi awope Irade Father we thank you for being here with us and teaching us I pray that the teaching of your word has brought transformation to people I pray purpose has come alive visions have been put in fire and rekindled. I pray eyes have been opened, understanding illuminated, wisdom imparted. I pray that Lord, out of this teaching, mighty men of Vela, the Corneliuses are coming alive, the Jairuses, the Josephs of Arimathias, the Dorcases, the Lukes, and the Matthews. The chartered accountants, the lawyers, the doctors, the business gurus, the IT gurus, the politicians in this house are coming alive. Mighty ox are rising because purpose is being unveiled. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.